2: The Newcastle Natter is back for the season by Labrooks. Hello, and welcome to the Newcastle Natter, the first Newcastle Natter of 2018. My name is Fergus Craig, and I'm joined by Paul Doolan. Hello, and on the phone, Dave Watson.
0: Happy New Year, boys!
2: Oh, Happy New Year, happy Dave!
0: Happy New Year. I haven't spoken to you since. Since um, well,
2: apart from 2017, from the that we
0: just did before we recorded. That's
2: right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's been a
3: while a little, since we did a pod. It's been a yeah. long while since Six we did games. a pod.
2: So it's certainly been a long while since we've done uh, one with the three of us.
3: Yeah. Do you uh, think we still got it? yeah.
2: Have we still got I'm it? Worried. That's the question. <laughs> I know that, you never lose it. I know that all the listeners are very excited that the band are back together again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, is it going to be like um when uh Take we've, not re- we've not got it. Is it going to be like when Take That reformed, <laughs> which was a good re- reunion? Yeah. Or is it going to be I'm like... Or
0: it'll be like when Steps re- reformed.
2: Yeah. when they're brought back open all hours.
3: <laughs> hey, it's still going strong. Yeah. But it is shit.
2: I mean, not that I've ever... Yeah, okay. That's fine. No, we've, we've established already that it's... It's shit now between us. <laughs> I mean, this is just this is just a shit start to a pod. It's all my fault.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Dave, how was your Christmas?
0: It was nice. I spent it with the family and, you know, tolerated my mental seven-year-old nephew for a bit. And he was telling me all about the dinosaurs that I already knew, but I had to pretend that I didn't know what he was talking about. So, you know... I seem like a nice uncle instead of just being like, well, actually, I think you'll
2: find out some an ancleosaur. Why are all children at some stage into dinosaurs? Why was that decided? I think I thought cool, that, like, though, dinosaurs would just be a really big part of my life at that yeah. stage. And then...
0: <laughs> Why like it? mythical creatures, though, aren't they? They're just weird and pretty
2: cool. Y- you had a big New Year's, Dave. Because... No, I not really? Well, I you posted a a tweet oh, at, i saw this at 1104 on new year's eve uh with a picture Did with a picture of a drink and it said pint pouring has gone to pot 30.17 can't be over with some enough if you ask me
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I think,
2: I think it's fair to say you were a few drinks in
0: Yeah, but then did you not see
2: what Paul tweeted? What did Paul tweet? Let me see. I deleted it quite quickly. What did you delete it? What did you tweet? Hang on. Oh, yeah. Paul tweeted, hang on, Paul's reply. I took a screenshot of it. You must have... How many had you had?
3: I think it's quite
2: clear. You tweeted, (laughs) sign up and deposit up to £50 and (laughs) Labbrooks will put the same amount. (laughs) Into your account, giving up to fifty pounds worth of free bets. Follow the link. Follow the link to bet.newcastlepodcast.com. Still got it. I mean, was it just <laughs> was it just booze, Paul? Or? <laughs> I think it's
3: pretty clear from the message. You were in a
2: sorry state. Me, I I couldn't even get through. Jules Holland's Hootenanny. Oh. I was in bed by <laughs> half midnight. So, uh, football happened over Christmas, a great deal of it. Uh, normally ah. we talk through each game, there are far too many to talk through. So, uh, I guess I'll, I'll start by asking you, Paul, Yes. how do you think the Christmas break went for uh, Newcastle United Football Club? Very well. Very well?
3: Yeah, if you look Paul. at the what, four league games we had...
2: I'll run through the results. Uh, We beat West Ham 3-2. That was a ding-dong battle.
0: Mm.
2: We uh, lost 1-0 at home to Manchester City. That led to a great debate about the morals of football tactics. Oh, that annoys me so
0: much. Let's
2: talk about that in a second. We had a Mm. 0-0 draw draw with Brighton. Then we... uh, we beat Stoke one nil, and then uh, yeah. and that was the uh, on New Year's Day, and that started Perez's uh, what is bound to become a record breaking uh, goal scoring streak in 2018 yeah. for for Perez because he went on to score two more this Saturday against Luton. So uh, Perez is averaging about a goal a day. <laughs> In, t- in 2018. <laughs> At
3: that rate, he's going to finish the year on 365 goals, which yeah. makes Kane's, however many he got, look pathetic.
2: I mean, in all seriousness, he scored... It's the 8th of January, as we record, and he scored three goals. Yeah. So that's ne- he's on nearly a, a goal every two days.
3: Well, was it the Stoke game where we started with Perez and Atsu up front? It looked like we didn't have a recognised striker. And then I remembered... Yeah. Actually, Perez has played striker in the Premier League quite a lot before. And Perez scored. is supposed to be a striker. As I hear, we have had a striker for quite a long time, and when you play him up front, he does
2: score goals. Perez is sort of a striker in the in the, in the way that Paul Dummett is sort of a centre back.
3: But I think it's yeah. his first position, strike. I think he's more a striker than he is a number ten.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, well, but he's one of those players that always wants to play behind the main striker because it's mm. that free roll that you don't have a lot of responsibility and you just get to pop up with the odd goal. I thought he played well against Stoke. I thought um him and Atu were carving through Stokes backline, um, back line and Atu had a few chances to to score himself and he fluffed his lines. Um but against Swansea who we've got next, I'd be tempted to give Perez another run if not like up front, but certainly haven't started in the number 10 position because he he, do not pay. And and confidence, we all know, confidence is a massive thing for a footballer.
2: Dave, he's scoring a goal every two days. (laughs) We should schedule more
0: games. (laughs)
3: Yes, we need to capitalise on
2: this.
3: (laughs) See if we can get some games moved forward.
2: No, I mean, I would say he's, he's earned his place in the starting ladder. It's been a funny old Christmas because it feels like we've We've played a lot of different styles of football and we've really used our squad depth, depth mm. which we <clears throat> forgot that we had. Uh, in the West Ham game on the 23rd of December, Saive was released from the dungeon <laughs> where he spent the last <laughs> 18 months or so.
3: really good as well, apart from one well, monumental mental he, he
2: gave the ball away for the, the first West Ham goal, didn't he? Uh, the first goal yeah. of the game, so... The entirety of, of the Newcastle fan base was ready to say "see," yeah. But then, four minutes later, he struck a beautiful free kick with a lot of. He, he bent it like Beckham. Paul, he did. <laughs> <laughs> he looked. He looked
3: thoroughly good. As did Mo. What Arme. I liked about
0: that. What I liked about that performance from Saive was of all the horrible ways to start a game to make a massive cock up in the middle of the pitch gift the ball to Arnautovic who runs through I, I think our defense should have done a little bit better with Arnautovic but by the by for him to have the stones to immediately grab the football uh when when we had a free kick take on that responsibility because if he ballooned that wide I I think we would have gone on to lose that game because I think he would have like just crumbled under the pressure of it but full credit to him just Stood up, took his chance, and frankly, like, doesn't he deserve another shot? Yeah, I think so. Like, against a shit side, like I wouldn't put him up against, you know, a Chelsea or an Arsenal or something like that. But certainly Swansea, why not?
3: I think what him and Modiamo have brought is that they're both quite physical. I think there has been a few too mm. many games because we we clearly want to try two up top a lot of the time now and when we try that with Hayden and Marino or any combination it seems to have Hayden in we've just not got the physicality or the experience for it and then Diame especially but Saive as well we look able to do that.
2: There was a lot of yeah there was certainly some redemption for Mm. Diame and Saive Mm. during the festive season Um then There was the game against Manchester City. I said that we wouldn't go through each game in detail, but I think it is worth talking about the Manchester City game a bit. Mm. Because, just because of the debate surrounding it, like, uh, I wasn't, uh, what did I do? I went to the pub to watch it, so I wasn't hearing the pundits entirely, but it seemed like, from what people were saying, we were getting absolutely ripped apart by Jamie Carragher and... And and, Gary Neville. And Gary Neville, just about the... Uh, that we'd done something horrifically morally wrong because yeah. we had decided <laughs> to defend. Um,
0: but So what I want to say is that I don't think we would have got the opprobrium if um, we weren't on TV. If that had been a, just a Saturday three o'clock kickoff that wasn't on television, I don't think Benitez would have been criticised as much as he was. For certainly. setting up, yeah, that defensively,
2: because there were eyes but on we, it, and you've got, to, you,
0: yeah, you've got to you fill three at, hours of
2: broadcasting, so you've got to say stuff, yeah,
0: yeah. And I, I think like that, we kept them to one nil, and yeah, they did have other chances, and on another day, had Aguero had his shooting boots on, we could have been two, maybe three goals down by half time, but we wouldn't have. If we had been two goals down at half time, I don't think Benitez would have waited until like the seventy fifth, you know, sixty fifth, seventy fifth minute. To make the changes to give us a bit more freedom going forward, and we 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 registered more shots and more shots on target than Burnley did, than um, like West Ham certainly. Like we we had a load of shots against them towards the end of it, and I think that on another day with better players, that tactic would have been lauded, not criticised. Even I just think it's
2: even Newcastle fans were were getting on us for playing like that. Yeah. yeah. We'd really, we'd nearly got a result out of it against what might end up being one of the best teams of all time.
3: This is the problem, though, with fans, what they say before a game and how they immediately back out of that drawing. So I think if you told any Newcastle fan you could go into the last 10 minutes of that game 1-0 down, but with a chance to get something, you'd probably have taken that with the form Man City are in. And everyone knew... Yeah. There were people predicting like three or four nil defeat. And then as soon as we're sort of playing defensively, but it's still nil-nil, just saying we've given up and this isn't football just seems nuts.
2: It definitely was football because there were all the components of football. There, there were, was a pitch. There was a pitch. Was I sh- noticed that. There was shin straight away. pads. <laughs> they had all the lines. There was a whistle. There was a whistle. They did. They played the full game. There was a yeah. goal. I there were, there, it was it was definitely on uh, Sky Sports News. The results.
3: Once we got after eighty minutes, I thought it's not rugby. That ruled yeah. that yeah. out. Yeah, that ruled that out. <laughs> there <laughs> were no cars, so it wasn't F one. Yeah, simple. Yeah, the they ball didn't... wasn't small enough to be tennis or golf. Tick tick. Two more ruled and out. It wasn't it
2: was too cold for cricket.
0: It... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just think it was. I think it was massively over-the-top reaction. And like yeah. you say, they just had to fill time. Uh, and that's why he got the criticism. But the criticism from our own fans pissed me off. it's—I oh, Just, you know, remember where we are and what we've got. Like, I think they spent um, as much on, like, near, near enough, as much on their right back as we did on our entire side. Like, uh, we can't compete. I think in football so fans... Go there, just,
2: Football fans in general all like they they want results and entertaining football. And unless you're yeah. currently a fan of Manchester City, it's unlikely you're gonna get both of those things.
3: Yeah. Plus Graeme Sooness I heard saying, why not have a go and lose by three or four? There's, there's a reason why even though we're on the same points as teams down the bottom we're above them. It's because of goal difference. And that yeah. could come in very handy at what is a very tight bottom half of the table. And there's also
2: a reason why Graham Soonis is no longer a manager. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> good pundit. But he's a good pundit until you remember how shit
2: of a manager he is. Like a really bad same with Gary manager. Neville. Again, I mean yeah. to be fair, he probably never quite got a go, but but yeah, he certainly never proved his chops as a football manager. So uh yeah, so yeah then it was Brighton not a lot to say about that game, surely.
0: No.
2: Then the, Another clean sheet, I think, is the only thing. Another clean sheet, yes. Positive. Since the West Ham game, in which we conceded two, it's been a pretty uh, tight uh, few days.
3: Well, since the return of LaSalle seems to be the big the big factor in us keeping clean sheets. I don't know if you follow mm. Chris Holt on Twitter. He's had a good thing of pointing out we've never conceded more than two goals when Lascelles has started for us and never conceded less than two goals when he hasn't. Right. He does seem to just organise not just the back four but the entire team defensively.
2: Now we played Luton yeah. on Saturday and didn't, I'm just trying to find out, didn't Lascelles go off quite a It was
3: just a precaution. They think he'll be alright for Swansea at the
0: weekend. Yeah. He had
3: a bit of a groin strain. Okay, he,
0: he tweeted pretty much like half an hour, an hour after the game saying, you know, Good, good result, yada yada. I'm fine. It was just a precaution. So, yeah, I'd expect to see him play against Swansea.
2: Fair enough. So we finished the Christmas period in thirteenth place in the table, in the fourth yep. round of the FA Cup, yep. and with a takeover still on the cards. Is it? Find out after this break. <laughs> The Newcastle Matter is back for the season by Lapix. We left you on a cliffhanger. Is the takeover happening? Dave Watson,
0: give everyone the answer. I'm still confident it will happen.
2: On the basis of what?
3: (laughs) Answer the question, Dave.
2: Is it just a feeling (laughs) in your belly, Dave?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, No, We should go bad cop, bad cop on him. (laughs) <laughs> every everybody's taking no news as like it is proof that it's not happening at all but i think that both parties are keen on the deal happening but there are sticking points for both parties um the rumours are that it's about a relegation clause and there's a rumour about um, um like funds being released now or paying over instalments and stuff. All these kind of things that like nobody really knows and they're just guessing. But I do believe that both parties are interested in, in the deal completing. And I think for that reason, it will complete. It's just that because Mike Ashley is a pain in the arse and because Amanda Staveley and her lot also sound like they are savvy negotiators, which is a nicer way of saying a pain in the arse. I was going I to say, just you've, got, you've just
2: like termed that you've used your own pre- prejudice to give uh, different representations to the same thing for two different people. there.
0: Yeah, I admitted it though. Yeah, you I did. did you did. Could you, cleaned
2: pre- you cleaned it. You cleaned it up. Right.
0: Yeah. So I do. Think I've always happened, liked the
2: guy, but anyway, but- carry on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I don't think it's going to happen. Like, there, was, there was some. There was some talk of maybe the PCP partners um providing funds to make permanent signings in this window, and I think. Honestly, if it was anybody, if it was if it was anybody other than Mike Ashley, I think a the deal would already be done. But I also think they would have been open to that. Um, but because of because of him, I think it's that's a sticking point. So I don't. What think so he's make... turning
2: down money for transfers?
0: Yeah. Do you
3: not think that suggests though that he's not going to sell?
0: Um, no, I, I think that because if they if they're providing if they're like underwriting a a, a um money for signings i think that would have been based on there being a relegation like release uh, relegation clause in the in the in the um in the deal i think that honestly i do think it's going to go through i just i think this this transfer window has come too quickly for mike ashley to stop being an arsehole
3: mm. so i think the precedent of man city the uh was it Sheikh Mansour or was it Sinoatra where they advanced funds to get Rabino? So it would have been Sinoatra, yeah. wouldn't it? That was because they knew the deal was going to go through. The fact that like Newcastle haven't taken the money from PCP partners suggests they don't know whether it will go through or I really not. have
2: no idea what's going to happen and I haven't been following it properly, but if my memory serves me right, the Rabino transfer happened on the last day of. It happened on deadline day, didn't it? Yeah. So. Ah something could still happen later in the transfer yeah. window. Yeah, I don't
3: think we'll sign any players for actual money, though.
2: What you I'd think be surprised if for? we did. I think we'll Shin loan pads. them.
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think we'll make any permanent sign-ins in this window.
2: Okay. Yeah. Because Would apparently
3: you? we've got no money to spend, even though we massively reduced the wage bill in the summer in order to bring players in, and we've still got money yeah. from Sissoko and Wijnaldum but there's just yeah. no money there,
0: apparently. And we've got the first tranche of the Premier League money, oh, like yeah. TV money from the Premier League. So we we do have money. So I can only assume that Ashley doesn't want to release those funds. Which seems
3: very odd. Like, it's not yeah, like he's releasing his own sense. funds. It's releasing the club's funds.
2: Maybe the problem with the January transfer window for Mike Ashley is that you always spend more than you think you will over Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, the other thing—he's been on holiday until—is it today? I think he's back from America.
2: Oh, really? So, the, the, so he's just yeah, been that on a—he's so yes. just been on a really big note. He's spent a lot.
3: But Benitez doesn't even know what budget he's got for bringing players in because the owners on holiday.
2: Yeah, but sometimes yeah. it is very difficult to actually work the hotel Wi-Fi.
3: <laughs> but you don't—you almost don't mind the club being run like a dictatorship if the dictator's there but if you have a dictatorship with no dictator then nobody knows what to do
0: if you're a dictator with no dictator surely it's just a tater
3: it's just a ship yeah right
0: okay i don't know i think the um the, the problem that we have is that we're all desperate for information about the the transfer, the, the takeover and because of the the nature of the business, we're not going to find out until it's done.
2: And because of Um, the nature of each of our respective personalities, you feel really positive about it actually will happen. And I feel really negative about it not happening. But, you know, that's... Yeah. I think the problem we have is we
3: have an owner who said he wants to sell, he wants to do what's best for the club and get it sold by Christmas... And has had an offer which is clearly the best for the club, and just gone away.
0: We'll see. Yeah, but then if it if it for me if it was never going to happen, if it was definitely not going to happen, rather, um, I think it would have broken down by now. Like I don't, completely mm, broken down.
3: I don't think it would break down before the transfer window because it's a perfect excuse to not sign anyone. Mm, yeah, there's al- Ashley always has an excuse in January for not spending money.
2: We'll see. It goes back and forth every day. Um, yeah. We'll see. I don't believe. I won't believe anything till it happens. Uh, I, I put out a tweet asking for some uh, feedback on Twitter. I, I put it out at quite late notice, so all I've got is very kindly four questions from Thomas Burkhan. So uh, we might as well just exploit those. This is a really good question, I think. He says, are we the biggest underachievers in the history of English football? Now, I would say that we're not. But if you rephrase it to who are the biggest, mm-hmm. if we're not, then who are they? Probably should um, have asked you that before this part. No, I would a, good, say, a good thinker, though. Because I would say we're not. I mean, you could say that, yes, we have, you know, a, a Actually, 50, I would 000... say
3: England, <laughs> the biggest underachievers in English football. Yeah, yeah that's probably true.
0: Well, I would I would say that we've got a really good shout. If we're not the biggest non-achievers, then we're certainly in the conversation.
3: We're in the Champions League places for it.
0: Yeah, because I mean, you, the others that you you might talk about, like uh, perhaps um, Leeds, maybe Bristol, um, Bristol because yes, they've got. Yes, I was a, thinking you know,
2: Bristol City, just because well, of the, the, the because I they I really haven't is, done well, anything,
0: They haven't done anything, and they've got a, a big city. Um, there's a couple of clubs there, but really they should be doing better a massive than
2: they are. Just... Yeah, I would have said yeah. Bristol City have a big old shout.
3: I think if the question but was the... Premier League
0: era, then you'd have to say us.
2: But football started before the Premier League, didn't
0: but I would I would say even if you were to stack up um Bristol against us, you could argue that we're more famous. We we've been close a few times. We've had tilts at the title, we've been in Champions League you know, we've we've done all these things yeah, but and yet be, we haven't won a single pot
2: but to s- become, 60 years But to become famous you have to achieve something, don't you? Mm.
0: Well you say that but what have we achieved? And we are one of the f- most famous clubs in the country
2: No, yeah, but we're famous because we've been there Yeah, but underachieve only
3: means like being below what's expected of you, so you can still be a yeah big club and underachievers well, all I'll
2: say is every season at the beginning of the season when you ask me to predict who I think is going to win everything it's always Bristol City <laughs> <laughs> and they That's always true. let me down <laughs> um, no, yeah. are we the biggest underachievers of English football It's a damn good question well why don't
0: the, the listeners send in yeah. their thoughts if, if not us like count us out if not us who is
2: yeah, I mean, that's that's the real question, isn't it? Who are the biggest underachievers?
0: Yeah. What else did he ask?
2: I mean, I'm a massive underachiever. <laughs> I I played football every day at school, and I don't think I ever touched the ball.
3: Do you think the answer's you?
2: I think I am the biggest <laughs> underachiever in, in English, English football. football. I've done nothing.
3: <laughs> with the talent you were born with.
2: Yeah question from Thomas Burke is Darlow better than Elliot I mean we are actually of the rumours that we do keep on hearing which all have to be taken with a a pinch of salt but of all the transfer rumours we keep on hearing a lot of them are goalkeepers so it seems like no one has any real faith in any of our goalkeepers but is Darlow better than Elliot
0: I'd say they're on a par but Darlow's because he's younger has more time on his hands to improve, but that doesn't mean I think he will get much better than he is. He's
2: a bit, he's he's a bit error prone, isn't he? But he does have uh, some talent.
3: Yeah, he was amazing against Stoke. I thought I to come say, back he, from that he, mistake, he put in a, the best goalkeeping performance we've had this season.
2: Freddie, Freddie Woodman played yeah. against Luton. Am I right? Yeah, and yeah, and, uh, from what I saw, didn't look like he. would did very well for the Luton goal. It's, it's a certain.
0: tricky
3: one, but yeah.
0: I blame Clark for that. Okay. I've seen the highlights, and I don't like Clark's playing him on one side and leaves the keeper. Well, basically, the keeper has to come out um, a bit. I think he comes out too much, and I think that's down to um, inexperience. Um, I think the criticism that a, a debutant in goal is getting is a bit harsh, and I think when Lascelles went off that's when apparently that's when uh, Woodman started to look a bit more shaky and I think that's down to the, the positive influence that Lascelles has I can't believe the some of the criticism I saw on Twitter about them but like, like you were saying before in this age football fans just need to have their opinions heard um, well, a a, say we're
3: something. a case in point of that
2: yeah we are <laughs> but I I think think, as well I I think the best thing. to be fair to most football fans they don't set up a podcast
3: (laughs) (laughs) I think to be fair to Woodman he's not ready to be in the first team I think the best thing that could happen for him is for us to bring in another keeper so he can go out on loan get a full season or a good half season at a championship club probably same again next year and then be looking to get into the first team
2: Mm. well we'll see whether we get another keeper there is talk of Joe Hart again God no yeah,
0: I think that's I just know, lazy rumours I wouldn't want <laughs> him anyway now
2: well I remember he was the one you wanted no, I remember going to be the big sign it, yeah. wasn't
3: yeah. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> I kind of wish he hadn't got dropped though because then we'd probably be looking at getting Adrian from West Ham who looks a lot better than Joe
2: Hart he does have to put him in my fantasy team <clears> uh, two more questions from the Burkhan and then we'll all go home uh, do we have the best away fans in the league in the Premier League, I'd say we probably do, right? In my experience, away fans depends.
0: How, it depends uh, how you, you you class best. I mean, do we travel in big numbers? Yeah, and we'll do it on a Monday night all the way down to Brighton. We do sing and chant and stuff, but then the best, I don't know. I'd say we're up there.
2: Who else would you put up there? Who, if not us, then who?
3: I don't really have the frame of reference. To know really,
0: I'd say like my, this is going to. Man, new fans. They
2: are good. Man, new away fans are good. There's no doubt yeah. about it. But um, I would say cool. ours are good, and yeah. I think Palace maybe have the best home fans. Mm. In no, In the don't. league, they they have very good home fans. No, they don't. Stoke like,
3: used to, but they're just.
0: There's a Dead. couple Palace hundred Crystal fans
2: Palace
0: fans. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple hundred Crystal Palace fans who shout and sing all the way through the game, and that's great. But the rest of the, the rest of the stadiums, just like every other Premier no, League ground, I don't, I don't I quiet. I've been to Hand quite a on.
3: few Palace games in the last few years, and it is
2: generally a good atmosphere from all four stands. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to go with Paul on that one day. But anyway, the question was about away fans. It is hard to say, but every time I'm with a Newcastle away support, I find it difficult to imagine anything better.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're a dick. No, they are good. They're good.
2: It's a very odd way to say that.
0: They're
1: good.
2: Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't know who else.
3: They're the right mix of funny and mental Yeah,
2: and yeah, not quite unthreatening. Well, they're not. uh, They're not unthreatening, and they're not in the Premier League. But and it so depends how you define uh, the best away fans. But Leeds fans are vociferous in their support. They are. I mean, they are cunts to a man. (laughs) 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 But they are. You know, yeah, they are vigorous in their support. Yeah, of their team, which you know you have to applaud. Do you? Well, unless they're unless you're on the end of one of their beatings. Um, <laughs> and and then the uh, final question from Thomas is: Why do we never get a penalty? Why do we? Is it? it
3: does seem harsh? Gale could have had one in the Stoke game. Probably should have had one with Kurt Zuma. Just collapsing on him. Do we think?
2: Yeah. Is it, is it something to do with the Illuminati? What is it? I
3: think it's the Illuminati. So, is the, the Illuminati? Yeah.
0: Isn't it, Dave? So I, I think it's a couple of factors. I think one, we don't get into the box as much, and we don't like we're not tricky in the box as the same as say Arsenal are, or some you know a team like that. We're not.
2: There's not much dribbling in the box. You sort of have to be dribbling no, in the box. We, we, to don't. Win a we yeah. don't have to, but that's. The a other good way thing of is,
0: just, yeah. it's just bad luck. On a different day, a different referee would give a penalty or a red card, and we just aren't getting the rub of the green. There's no, there's no conspiracy. I don't think that, um, like somebody suggested, perhaps that uh, because Dwight Gale he dived in, was it the Man U game or yeah. no? It was a Man City game. Man City. Yeah. He dived in that game, and somebody suggested that, oh, that's why he didn't get a penalty in in the subsequent. Um, decision, and I don't I don't believe that's true because I don't he hasn't got a reputation for diving off the back of one dive. Um, I just think it's bad luck. I, th- I think that we will.
3: There's not many stone wall penalties that we seem to appeal for. Oh, I, I mean, there I have think been some. A, Yeah, the only time I, I, I think, think there is a genuine there, conspiracy is, oh. is last season when we finally got a penalty and then had it disallowed <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was
0: that against Forrest? I oh, can't remember who it was. Burton. Burton, that was it. Burton Albion. You're thinking of the two penalties that shouldn't have been penalties against Forrest. Oh, but we yes. had two men sent off and Darlow saved both of the penalties. No, the one, the one that you're thinking of was against Burton. I mean, we still won the game 1-0, but it was baffling that.
3: Yeah, that. the referee just yeah. made up a
2: rule. Just, was yeah. that Les- <laughs> Stephen Martin?
3: No, he, he was the Forest one, wasn't he, I think. Okay.
0: Yeah, Was it not Bobby Madley? At the, was Bob Matt, Was it Bobby
2: Madley who
3: did the, well game, the Burton game?
0: I don't
2: know. I'll have to rack through all the championship referees that I've got in my brain. I don't know.
0: I don't know. But well, Can you not just flick through that Panini sticker album you've got of all the referees?
2: Yeah, it's a good... I a lot of people go for the Panini sticker albums of the players. I've always gone for the referees one.
3: I like the backroom staff one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, you just
2: want a
3: shiny John Carver? Uh, yeah. yeah, shiny John Carver. <laughs> There's no other type of John Carver, is there? That could
2: be... <laughs> that has got to be used as a euphemism at some point. <laughs> I've got it's real, got
3: to be used as an episode title today, oh Yeah,
2: I've got a real shiny John Carver on right now. So, um, been, been in all day shining my
3: John Carver.
2: <laughs> okay, so our uh, next game is at home and it is against Swansea. It's already been mentioned a little bit. Um, Swansea, they've got the
3: beginnings of a resurgence, have they? They they picked up a win and then I think they lost the next game.
2: But in theory, sort of no one else you'd rather play Mm, at the moment, right? And I think as well. well, Maybe Stoke and we've just had them.
3: Yeah, somebody put up on Twitter a few weeks ago, I think it was a, a league table... Of the the bottom half of the table results against each other. I think we're top of that, so I sort of fancy us against any team around or below us. We do seem to have a habit of getting results in the important games.
2: Well, that may well be uh, down to Rafa sort of being able to. That's where his weak squad is is the uh, has the least adverse effect because yeah. he's playing against other weak squads so uh, Swansea at home David would you like to give us a prediction
0: um, yeah I think we'll we'll beat Swansea I mean they like you were saying they, they picked up a win against Watford but that's their only win in seven
3: and Watford um, are in free fall as well
0: yeah Watford aren't, aren't doing well and their only other win was against equally terrible West Brom and the bef- bef- after those two, so Watford and West Brom. Aside from that, they haven't won since October when they beat Huddersfield. So they're they're pretty shit. And we should be should be identifying this as a three point game. They just uh, drew nil nil with Wolves in the FA Cup. They got Man sent off for the. Did you see this? Leroy Fur got sent off. No, um, and he, it was the most bizarre red card decision I've seen in a while. Basically, Leroy, Fur, uh, a guy gets past him in the, the center of the pitch. Leroy Fur just trips his ankles in the, you know, the most cynical foul you've, you'll see. But it's not dangerous. It was not goal-scoring opportunity, nothing like that. It was just it was definite yellow card, but 100% wasn't a red card. But um, yeah, so they drew nil-nil with uh, with swan, with uh, Wolves, um, and they'll have their replay against Wolves. On the like four days after they face us, um so it might mean that they've got they, they shuffle their pack. It might mean that they just sack off that game against wolves and just play kids. I don't know, but I'd still fancy us to beat to beat Swansea, so I'd say two nil
2: two nil pair us with both obviously paul
3: uh it's hard to look beyond one nil for any game with us at the minute now we've got Lascelles back. It seems like we're back in that early season groove of clean sheet and then try and nick a goal. I think we'll win 1-0.
2: Okay, 1-0. I'm going to go with...
3: 5-2.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Those are both good predictions. Um, I'm also going to go with 2-0. I'm also going to go with 2-0.
0: Just to mention that the FA Cup draw has been made. Yes. And uh, we've been um, pulled out of the bag to face the winner of uh, Norwich or Chelsea in uh, you know they're replaying. But it's the, the replay is at Stamford Bridge. So you'd expect Chelsea or to Cameron get
2: Or Carrow Road. No, no, no. No, the, the replay but, between them is the at Stamford oh, Bridge. Okay. So I'd, then, I'd
0: expect Norwich to be to be put to the sword, to be honest. Um, I wouldn't I, could, I mean Jesus the last time we got past uh, we beat um, Chelsea in the FA Cup was 2005
2: I remember us maybe it was the League Cup I remember us having a good Cup victory against Chelsea during the Pardieu Denver yeah. Bar era but I think that was the League Cup
3: and Man City as well with a weakened squad we beat in the League that was cup.
2: both League Cup games wasn't it um, you never know. I see, you never like, know.
3: As soon as the draw was made, there was a lot of negativity. Like, oh, why did we even bother against uh, Luton? Well, that's it's fucking like, ridiculous because yeah. you've
2: been asking us to bother for 10 years. Yeah.
3: So. I think we'll still give it a good go in the cup as well. The, the heartening thing about our lineup at the weekend against Luton was that apart from Freddie Woodman, we picked probably the strongest side we could have. It does seem yeah. to have been a change in policy, to actually have a go at
2: in the cup,
1: yeah, fair well, enough. And the
0: last, the last time we won an FA Cup game at Chelsea was nineteen thirty-two.
2: There you go. So it was <laughs> yeah. just before two thousand and five. Yeah, yeah. Maybe
3: that'll be weighing on the Chelsea players' minds. <laughs> yeah, that's
2: the thing. You know, we've we've always got that nineteen thirty-two game to uh, pin up in the on the dressing room wall. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you don't need a team
3: talk. You just need the uh, the giant newspaper from the time put on the wall. Okay.
0: I mean uh, you're right. We we did beat them in the the league cup in 2010. There you go. At, yeah. at Stamford Bridge. Well, so yeah.
2: That'll be on their minds. Okay. We'll uh, <laughs> we'll leave it there. I uh I I was disappointed to learn just before I was recording this at Paul's doing Dry January. Yeah. Unbelievable. What? He's let me down as a human being. <laughs>
1: yeah,
3: that was just... The look on your face was so disappointed as well. Like, to, I was actually compared disappointed. Compared to what I'd
2: said. I don't know, it was just... I, I just, just really, give up
0: cheese instead,
2: man. Just I just don't really wanted to pint with a man. <laughs> 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 and then, and, uh, I don't know. Yeah. To be fair to Paul... Since I've known him, about four times he's been giving up booze for a month, and I don't think he's ever made it past about it 11 kind of, yeah. days. Yeah. So, you know, we'll be having a, a pipe before next week's part. But uh, in the meantime, thank you very much, Dave Watson.
0: Thanks, Fergus.
2: Thank you, Paul Doolan. Thank you very much. Thank
1: you to you, the Newcastle Natter listener. My name is Fergus Craig. Goodbye. Bye. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk.